Welcome back to Secondhand Sellers, where we talk about all things thrift, resale, and secondhand. I'm Sarah. And I'm Clayton. Welcome back. So it's Thursday again. Um, what what do we want to talk about today? So today we're going to be talking about staging your items when you're taking pictures for listing on eBay and other websites. So what do you do to make your items sparkle? Okay, so we probably should have had Hannah on this episode because she is our photographer. Um, but in in the process of our business, we did talk about um, staging a little bit. Mm -hmm. So because we when we started out and we do actually we just made a sale on Etsy this week. Oh, hey. um, we don't have a lot of stuff on Etsy, um, but when we started out, we did intend to do both eBay and Etsy for some special items that we thought might be good for the Etsy crowd. Um, and part of our discussion on that was the difference in presentation required from a platform like Etsy versus eBay. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I'm not saying that to say eBay doesn't deserve good photos. And I would love to hear if you guys stage photos on eBay. So when I talk about staging, I'm talking about um, putting the other things, putting the item that you're selling in an environment that is attractive to sort of give the buyer an idea of how it might be used to best showcase the item. Um, and this is something we don't do a whole lot on eBay. So on our eBay photos, feel free to go check them out if you want to. We have that link up in the, the uh, bio section. But for our eBay photos, we just have a plain black or gray, I guess it's a charcoal gray background. Um, for most of those photos, my sister uses the lighting and she uses um, like a DSLR camera to take our photos. So they are basically item in isolation, mm -hmm. unless it's a set. So if it's a set, so like for instance, we sold, I think, we, I don't know, I may have talked about it, the 12 days of Christmas yeah. stemware. Yeah, I think you have. She lined them all up in a photo and then so that they were like an art kind of thing in or a line and she took, then she took wide angle and then small photos so you could actually see the details. And that is usually how we present things on eBay. Yeah. But on Etsy, um, we, so for instance, the thing we sold this week was, on Etsy was a, I called it a cottage core. It was kind of a gardeny themed. I think you probably saw them sitting in here. We may have even had them in the background of this video, these videos. Um, it was like, like a garden themed cottage core-ish desk set. So it had a pencil cup, it had two bookends and it had a paperweight. Um, and I think that, I think that's what it was. It was a four piece desk set. Um, and for that, she took photos of the items as a collection, did some, you know, individual close-ups and things. And then, for instance, put books in between the bookends. Yeah, nice. So to kind of showcase it in use, if you will. I think she put a couple of, like, pens in the, the pencil cup and stuff. So we have done that, but almost exclusively for a platform like Etsy, where the aesthetics are really important, at least in our perception. The aesthetics are more important on Etsy, but I would love to know if, if it would make a difference on eBay. And maybe that is something that I should talk to Hannah about. Maybe we should trial it. It, it would be interesting to do a comparison. Take, take, if you had two of the same items, mm -hmm. list one, set your price. Don't stage it. Just do the plain background mm -hmm. and see what it sells for. And then how long it, you've had it listed and then do a side-by-side -side comparison, relist the next one. Mm -hmm. Same exact listing title, same description, and then 
stage the item so that way it has that contrast. Mm -hmm. So you can do and, a little scientific uh, experiment. A little bit. Yeah, control and, 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 and then see which one sells better, which one sells faster, mm -hmm. just to experiment with it. Personally, I do like no staging. No staging. <laughs> no. So no, what do your it, photos look like? Um, generally, my I just use a desk because okay. that's what I have. And generally, I have to remove items from the desk, put my own items I'm taking pictures of, listing. Mm -hmm. And being as it's not my desk, it's my wife's, I have to replace everything exactly where it was. So it's so, a whole thing. So it's a whole fiasco. I don't have the space as of yet to make a photo booth. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully coming soon. Hopefully soon. That way it'd be a little less headache. Mm -hmm. uh, or if I'm listing clothing, I literally have a clothes hook on the back of the door. Mm -hmm. And I just put a hanger there and call it good. In, they aren't the best photos, mm -hmm. the, especially being as I take everything. Every photo is just with my phone. Mm -hmm. It's quick, simple. I can take it, list it right onto eBay. Or another strategy I do is I'll take pictures. And then if I know guesstimates about how much it's going to weigh and ship, I will list things at home or at like when I'm not actively mm -hmm. sitting there, when I have downtime at work or out and about. And my photos don't look that great. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you went through, it'd be like, you can see the corner of the bed in that photo, <laughs> but it, it's just what I have available right now. Mm -hmm. It would be better to be like, cool, I have um, a photo booth. You could even get some cheap cardstock and do a plain white background, plain white floor to put up onto the table, and that would look a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But it comes with you got to store that, you got to make it make sure it stays clean when you're putting stuff onto it. It's just haven't gotten to that state. So, are you hoping to go in that direction? Eventually, eventually, I want to make um, I actually want to go and build um, a little photo booth using some um, vinyl flooring. And that way it can be like, oh, wow, that looks nice. That looks detailed. I have seen where other people will do, it doesn't matter what background they use mm -hmm. because they use apps to remove the background and then put AI-generated mm -hmm. staging art. That would be interesting to experiment with, but that's also like $20 a month. Yeah, I'm not sure it's worth it. You it, can do a really not. good photo at home with a little bit of work. Yeah, you, a little bit of I'd rather spend $20 or even $40, make a staging mm -hmm. area that I can reuse every time than pay 20 bucks a month to have AI-generated photos. I would even go get furniture to be like, this is my staging furniture, mm -hmm. to be like, here's a desk, put it there, yep. and make it That'd look That would be perfect. Nice. You just yeah. have a, a section, like a yeah. area in your storage mm -hmm. to do that or or even getting like <coughs> like you have you have sheila <laughs> sheila our mannequins and she, we do use our mannequins for yeah. both ebay and etsy so that's yeah. one thing that if you count that staging we do use those for I, both it, because it takes more <laughs> effort than just it's on a clothes hanger right. or laying the but clothes do out. look different and i think it, mm -hmm. it's different if you're selling a t-shirt for instance yeah than if you're selling a, a nightgown or a jacket or something with structure yeah because I don't know if you, I'm sure you guys, have, we've all gone to the store and pulled something off the rack and we're like, ah, I don't know. And then you put it on, it looks completely different. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's sort of that principle, um, having the form 
accentuates the clothes and yeah. it can help it too if you need to get rid of wrinkles or something yeah but um as far as that goes i think you can as long as you have like a fairly clear and detailed photos you can re you can sell so my thing would be is if you're gonna start we've talked about this before just start yeah don't don't sit there and get stuck in oh i can't have professional quality photography and blah 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 it happened to be my sister already had a DSLR camera. Mm -hmm. She's taking photography classes. So that was no extra expense. Um, we did buy the lighting, which we're using for this, and we use for our, our actual, like, the nuts and bolts of our business. But talking about that app, like, and personally, I don't think I would ever be willing to pay $20 a month for this. No. We no. paid 40 ish for our light kit, which included our background. So that was more of a physical investment. If we ever wanted to sell it, we could turn it around and sell it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. So if you're really worried about it, that is an option to try out. But I it, think you can really make a decent background and clear photos at home. Yeah. And, and overall, like, it doesn't have to be that much effort. Some mm -hmm. of my earliest listings, I just took my dining room table and put it on there, made sure there was nothing else behind it, and just said, bloop, and took pictures. And sure, you can see the wall in the background. Mm -hmm. It's fine. <clears throat> like, it doesn't have the most nice mm -hmm. presence, but it's better than some of these people that list stuff on eBay, and it's like, you can see their cluttered bedroom all around, yeah. and it's like, what? why would you do that? Yeah, and why I not pick up a little bit? I think there's a few <laughs> factors in that, so... There's a difference between good enough mm -hmm. and will impair your sales. Yeah. And so I think for my advice would be if you're getting into this new or you feel like your sales are a little slow, go on there and look at your competition. Mm -hmm. If you have a high a high competition item, especially, you want to focus on those photos because that might be what sets you apart from your 300 competitors. Mm -hmm. If you got a unique item, maybe it's not as big of a deal. Um, and always disclose any damage or discoloration or anything like that that could come back to bite you mm -hmm. um, obviously we want to be honest resellers so um be picky and and make sure you include photos and disclose in the the description there too but go in there and let's for any given item let's say a video game mm -hmm. look and see what the pictures look like of the sold listings versus the ones that are still on there and sometimes you might understand why yeah. if it's blurry like the very bare minimum you can do is try to take a, a clear photo yeah and that brings to something else in mind how on average how many items like let's say a video game how many pictures do you take per item it depends yeah so for instance we've talked about it we've sold those Riedel wine glasses um they sell tend to sell really good mm -hmm. she takes a few photos but a glass any sort of glassware that we've sold it's mostly the same yeah on all the sides Rotate around. so if there's a scratch or anything like that to disclose she'll make sure to take a close-up of that it might be a few pictures per, and she's more like click, like, you mm -hmm. know, that's her area. Um, but we've sold a couple, my husband had some NES games. Mm -hmm. And those ones, some of them were higher value. And so when she was doing those photos, um, and we were selling them for him, so we took a, like a, a fee. A seller fee. Yeah, and then yeah. most of that money went to him. But we, she was very careful on those ones because a lot of them they were inbox mm -hmm. and especially the inbox ones to get every angle every imperfection mm -hmm. you know zoom out pull it apart see what's in it yeah you know so 
those ones had there was a couple times i think she almost went up to the max photos which is 20 or 24. i think it was 24. Uh, which you can do click 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 i mean she yeah. did it probably but she was being careful with those because if you're selling something for a couple hundred dollars even mm -hmm. possibly um you want to make sure that the buyer knows what they're getting into and that you have disclosed everything yeah. if it's a ten dollar item or something like i said a glass or like for instance this i don't know if you can see it over here but we have like a little lamp up there I'm, i can't remember how many she put on there but probably just a few yeah one each side or one maybe four for each side i don't know um but i i it's have not that different i have found that some people they'll take bloop bloop one two They'll be like the front of an object, the front, the back mm -hmm. of the object, and it's like you put it forth a little bit more mm -hmm. effort, show it at different angles or rotate it yes. around, you're going to get a more consistent um, buyer just mm -hmm. because they're seeing more details of the item. Or with some of my items, for example, I'll list a bunch of pins. Mm -hmm. Pins, you can get them for super cheap, and I don't mind selling them because you get about five dollars like each clothing, yeah, like, pins? like uh like buttons and like pins and stuff yeah. as long as i can list them for like five dollars or more i'll go ahead and take the time to list them mm -hmm. i'll i'll go at one extra step and i'll get a quarter to put down with the pin as like size comparison just because some people even if you put the dimensions in the description which i don't necessarily do with every item mm -hmm. but if you put the dimensions in the description, some people aren't going to read the mm -hmm. description. They're just going to look at the pictures and go, that's what I want. And if you get it and it's like, wow, this is a lot smaller than what I had, what I wanted, what I wanted you're going to be upset and leave yeah. a bad review. And you so always it's just set like expectations. Yeah. If you think about the customer first, you're going to get a like in how the customer views your items that you're trying to sell, you're going to have a better experience with your customers mm -hmm. so sometimes it's as simple as sit along that those vein that vein mm -hmm. um sometimes hannah has just taken a ruler mm -hmm. and she'll photograph the ruler right along with it yeah and that's a great way to do it because it shows the exact dimensions you yeah. don't have to physically do it and so i would agree with that do more than just a couple of photos unless it's something really simplistic yeah. sometimes it is just a click click but even a book like mm -hmm. does it have edge or corner wear mm -hmm. that's really common for a book so you make sure to get a little, one little close up on the, the iffy areas or whatever. Um, or if it's got a really great detail, zoom in on that a little yeah. bit. And I think that does help. But I don't think, so what's your opinion on stage? Would you, I know you said you do very simple photos right now. For, you mostly right do now, eBay and Mercari. Yeah, yeah, I do mainly eBay. I'll do Mercari for items that it's like, I can't sell this on eBay mm -hmm. just because the margin isn't there. But Overall, I just do simple photos and do with what I have. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I would like to be able to get a staging area, kind of like what you have, mm -hmm. or like I was saying, put down some vinyl flooring on a two by so four. So you obviously and... want to have a set. Yeah. But what bit. about staging as uh, in adding other things around? And you do it, have to be careful. I want yeah, to issue yeah. a warning on staging. If you're going to stage your photos, it can be a great thing, especially if you have a unique decor piece. Mm -hmm. A lot of people... This, I think, is why vintage and antique malls are sometimes really successful because you have said some people don't have an eye for design or, or mm -hmm. what have you. And if you can show them how to use a thing, how this banal object might be something, can be something more interesting. Like, mm -hmm. for instance, you told me you saw a ladder used as a plant hanger. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's going to think about doing that. But if you can show the customer, yeah. hey, this is an option for this otherwise thing that would just sit there. Um, 
it can help you push out through mm -hmm. six. I, I, th I think if I had the space and opportunity to do so, mm -hmm. I would take the time to stage items, especially being as I have a large eBay inventory that yes. I could pull for to use for staging. But for right now, I'm fine with not doing it. Yeah, and but... I don't think, it, I think it is a little more important on Etsy. Yeah. But um, my warning, going to back, go back to my warning there, make sure you disclose that only the item that you're selling is the item that you're selling. Mm -hmm. So don't ever, I, I, I shouldn't say don't ever, but I would not advise you to just do a staged photo. Take individual product photos, stage the photo in one photo or two to kind of give people that, oh, this is cute, you know, mm -hmm. this is how it's used. Um, and then maybe even put in the description, Books not included, like mm -hmm. I said, with the book thing or, you know, like whatever. Make it clear to the buyer that the only thing you're getting is the item mm -hmm. that's listed. That would be my only fear is like, especially if you just did one photo, you don't want any confusion that everything in that photo is going yeah. to the buyer. And, and like you were saying with the antique malls, mm -hmm. they have the benefit of environmental storytelling mm -hmm. with all the set pieces they yep, already have. Yeah, you go booth to booth and they can mm -hmm. be very different. Very different. Stylistically. And each person has a unique perspective. Mm -hmm. And so keep that in mind when you are staging because you might push away a certain customer. That's true. If you stage with a certain mindset. So I don't think it's bad to know your audience too. And mm -hmm. I think in this conversation about whether or not you stage on eBay and maybe I should talk to Hannah. Maybe we should try a couple and just yeah. see if, if that makes a difference to an eBay customer. And maybe it depends on what you're selling yeah so if i'm selling just like a, a piece of stemware or a bowl or something maybe that person wouldn't care because they want the object for the functionality mm -hmm. but maybe if i'm selling for instance I, I well you can actually see it in the community page here on ebay um i took a picture kind of staged with some of my own things um of deer metal i think they're brass um deer candle holders mm -hmm. that i bought to sell they're really cool and that kind of customer that's looking for that unique decor piece mm -hmm. might appreciate a little staging to make them, oh, wow, that would look really great on my mantle, or that mm -hmm. would look really great next to this plant I've got, or whatever. Um, and I think maybe the category you're in matters. Yeah. But I, the other thing I would say, oh, sorry. I, I definitely think the category that you're in would matter for that, mm -hmm. especially for a unique antique like that. Mm -hmm like a certain buyers already having that in mind mm -hmm. they're so. looking probably looking for an interesting decor piece mm -hmm. to finish up something that won't will set them apart from what you could just go to target and get yeah. or whatever but um not only that but i would suggest that your brand identity mm. would matter in this so when i think of keeled overstock um the things that hannah and i have talked about doing the direction of the things we tend to buy um, with a few exceptions because I do sell some random stuff sometimes we like we've talked about getting rid of our own stuff on there um, and I, I do pick up some like I said sometimes I'll pick up the stemware and stuff because they sell good um, and I know what I'm looking for in that category but a lot of our stuff is vintage or mm -hmm. antique or decor like that is the core of healed over stuff mm -hmm. even a lot of we've got books and magazines on there they're old, yeah. almost all of them, with a few, just a few exceptions. So our brand identity is more towards that vintage mall anyway. type. We don't have a booth right now, but 
it's more towards that kind of environment. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes a difference versus we sell anything seller. Because yeah. there's a type of reseller that just sells anything. And I think you're a little more towards that <laughs> yeah. end of that. You don't specialize <laughs> as much as we do. Uh, no. I will, there are some things that I will leave just because I'm like, eh, I don't want to. If I can make profit. Yeah, and there's, <laughs> it's just a different thing. You right. know what I mean? And I've actually thought, because we do sell some cookware, and like I said, the, the stemware and a few other glasses and things that we've picked up on the way, or just along the way. Because um, also often glassware you can get very cheaply too. Mm -hmm. So that's the other part is I sometimes pick it up because I can get it for a buck or two because it's often undervalued in the, the wider secondhand marketplace. Um, it's not every glassware, so you have to know what brands you're looking for. But um, I thought about down the road when we're bigger, because we're still in the very baby stages. Mm -hmm. Uh, possibly even opening a because we've talked about going private. My, mm -hmm. I, it would be nice to like have a private selling platform. And I, I've known the other like I know other vintage um, vintage stores and things do have their own online presence independent of like eBay and stuff. Right. Um, I've thought about splitting off into like a housewares cookware mm. kind of segment where I do focus on maybe higher end or collectible cookware. And then keep keeled overstock just for everything else. Yeah, the vintage, the antique, the the decor pieces. Mm -hmm. So that may be something a direction that I take down the road. Um, but I think for our brand, staging does make a lot more sense. Yeah. So interesting. Anything else that you had on this or? Um, I think just experiment. Mm -hmm. And it, and it's if you don't have a lot of time, I wouldn't worry about staging unless you're on a very um, appearance or aesthetic conscious yeah. platform. If you were specifically targeting high-end items that you know, like the antiques, mm -hmm. stay, take the extra five minutes to stage them. You're going to have more consistent sales, we think. Mm -hmm. but... I think, and maybe that, I mean, we would, like again, <laughs> we would love to hear. I'm sure there mm -hmm. is an eBay, eBay seller out there that stages. Yeah. I'm sure there is, because there's all kinds of sellers on there. Um, but yeah, I would be interested to find out, or I'd be interested to know, and I wish, maybe this is something we need to look into testing, mm -hmm. one or the other of us, or both of us, um, items where there's a glut of them on eBay, mm -hmm. if adding a couple of staged photos in there might push you in over the edge and push you towards getting the sale over the competitors. I'd, I'd be interested to know, because a lot of the stuff I sell, there may... Like, sometimes I find comps, but it's not always like I have 300 comps. Right, right. I, you know, so some, or 300 competitors even. So when you're selling a vintage decor piece or something, and there's only so many out there or so many for sale. Yeah. Um, I actually have an item in mind that I'm going to give it an experiment with. So we'll... All right, report we'll, back. We'll come back with that. That would be really interesting. You got something that's the basic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it also kind of blends into the antique, so... Well, I'll let you know later. <laughs> we'll have a we'll have an update. But do you have, is that do you have anything else to say about staging or no, presentation no, for photos? Aside from that, just keep on selling, you know. Yep, keep so. on selling and keep on listening. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Thank you so much for joining us. See ya. Bye.